Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 23 of the Clutchdown podcast. Apologies, this one's up a bit later this week than usual. It's been a, a bit of a hectic week, hasn't it, Gavin? It certainly has. Um, had a rather busy weekend, didn't we? Yeah. What with what, what, what with Munich and all that? Yeah, what with just us British dudes casually being out in Germany shooting shooting a bit of Tom Brady, shooting a bit of bit of Bucks versus Seahawks. So yeah, me and Gavin were over in uh over in Munich doing the Bucks versus Seahawks Seahawks game. So that that's why the episode's up a bit later because we cancelled flights, delayed flights, back a bit later in the week. <laughs> it was just a bit <laughs> road, 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 road trips to, from Munich to Austria for flights home. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Gavin got to I explore. Uh, yeah, I, I I still got home before you. Which you is did. Slightly wild. Yeah, yeah, but I did I did meet a lovely Fräulein. Is that how you say it? Fräulein. 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 Fräulein in the yeah. airport. So I'm not sure who really wins that one. I, I, whereas I, whereas I got free nuts and prosecco on the flight home. True. So, yeah. true. Who, who wins? Yeah, who wins? Yeah. I got offered free nuts, but I didn't take them because it was a very strange looking man. So. Oh, yeah. I, I took the. I took. Look, honestly, I've, I've got a philosophy for life, which is when you're offered free nuts, take the free nuts. Very true, very true. And that was which one of the first things you said to me. Sometimes gets you in trouble. Yeah, yeah. As I said, <laughs> that was one of the first things you said to me, and I'm looking forward to you enacting that philosophy when we go to San Fran next week. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. Exactly, excuse me, excuse, excuse me. Yeah, I don't know you. Are those free? <laughs> you're just looking down. <laughs> Are those pistachios? I'd like to deshell those babies. <laughs> Oh Christ! Oh. Uh, should we talk about the game? Yeah, that Bucks yeah. versus Seahawks game though ended uh, up yeah. ended up being quite a good game in the end. I think the Bucks dominated the first half, didn't they? Up two touchdowns yeah. at halftime. Not really a lot going on. You thought maybe going into the second half it would kind of stay that way, but then the, the Seahawks mounted a little comeback. Got a little t- touchdown off Tyler Lockett, didn't they? Then Brady throws a a sort of weird interception. They get the uh, Seahawks get another touchdown. And then yeah, there, was a, um, there was a yeah. huge momentum shift, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, like, and you just didn't see it coming. But I suppose that is the issue. That is the beauty of this sport, isn't it? You can literally, you that like like a game can be going in one direction and then suddenly completely flip, um, which is which is which is exactly what happened. Well, at least in the third quarter, it kind of gave you that. Oh, okay, okay. I always feel like it's uh, like one of the worst things you can do in the NFL is be up by too much at halftime. Like if if you're up by thirty points, let's say at halftime, you know, like the Bills when they played the Steelers earlier this season, and Josh Allen had thrown for like nine hundred yards in the first half, and they were up by like forty points. Like that's different. But I feel like when you're yeah. up up like two to three touchdowns, because you're in a weird mentality of like, well, we don't want to play too aggressive because we don't want to turn the ball over, but then we don't want to just play as if we've won the game because then we'll lose our momentum. And so it's a weird kind of, that's where you need like a, such a good coach and good play call in to be able to kind of like almost survive that. Cause we've seen mm. it so many times over the, over the years or especially this season with different teams where they have like a three score lead at halftime and they go into the second half and it's like, right. Okay. Well, do we just run the ball now? Do we, you know, do we try and yeah. stay aggressive? And that's the problem. You want to try and find the the balance between those things. I suppose, I suppose, I suppose thing is the Bucks. It's not like the Bucks have an all powering running game, is it? That they can just lean on, you know, like someone like someone like the Vikings. You might be able to just keep giving it to Dalvin Cook, but the Bucks aren't quite there. Well, not usually. So, like that. That was the. I think, and that that's kind of the the one of the things I'd written down in my notes about why I think the Bucks won this is because they actually managed to get the running game going. Like when we were chatting last week and talking about um, the predictions with the the Rams versus the Bucks. 
Uh, I was I was chatting about the fact that both of them, I think their issues stem from their O-lines, which is the trenches, and the fact that their O-lines have had retirements and injuries and so on. And looking mm. at the, the stat sheet from the game from the Bucks at the weekend, so Brady wasn't sacked at all. He wasn't sacked once. And they ran for over 150 yards with their Fournette at first was was taking sort of the lead amount of carries and then he went off injured and then Rashad White came in and just had a monster game with over a, over 100 yards. He was it was fantastic. But that that's the you know that's the the difference when you look at like the the Patriots days with Brady and Belichick. Like the run game has always been a big part of that aspect and when when you can get the run game going just for any team but especially for like a brady led team and you get that play action game and then you get you have more time to get receivers open because they have to stack the box more mm. like that it started to just look like a more kind of dynamic offense and i it's remember never ma- it's, it's never based on like like big name uh, running backs either is it no no brady. no 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 it's like you you look at someone like james white in the super bowl getting that what mm. is it some like 40 receptions and like three touchdowns and all that like james white wasn't exactly uh he was a great receiving back but it was hardly like he was a a lead a, a you know a lead leads a thousand yard rushing back he no. was just a good back that that, that belichick used within uh, to, to the great aspects of his skill set and like you know I, I remember watching the um that that chiefs patriots um afc championship game a few years ago it went into overtime and the guy that scored the the touchdown to take the patriots to the super bowl was rex burkhead <laughs> it's like you know if, if you see like a headline of like you know Derek Henry scores winning touchdown to take Titans to the Super Bowl or whatever like that's yeah. what you expect when it's like you're not surprised Re- yeah, Rex Burkhead it's like it's like Jeff Wilson winning the to get that the Super honestly, Bowl winning touchdown that is so if, if Rex Burkhead Burkhead Burkhead, Burkhead it, yeah, yeah if he's listening then we do apologize I, I apologize because you're clearly a legend of the game Oh yeah, uh, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's. I mean, I mean, it's like any. I, I respect any player, no matter if if you get to the NFL level, you've you've done a fantastic job because it's hard enough just to get to play at the NFL. Do you it respect just, any uh, player? Do you respect any coach? Um, I respect probably <laughs> most of the coaches, but <laughs> there's a few, one? few exceptions. There, there's definitely one guy who I don't have as much respect for. Uh, any, um, any, <laughs> anyway, 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 we'll get we'll get on that later. Yeah, uh, again, again, every yeah. week. Oh, hundred um, percent. But Joe, Joe, it never never ceases to amaze me how you can actually follow the game that we're that we're uh, that we're watching that we're shooting. Yeah. Because I I find it so difficult because I'm literally so like focused on the the photo tr- that I'm trying to capture that it's it's re- you, you're literally like when the play starts I'm not thinking I wonder what they- I'm not I'm not I'm not like analysing the play I'm literally like who the hell am I going to photograph on this play Where's the ball going to go So the fact that you managed to actually actually genuinely pay attention to what's happening in the game it's amazing i've shot you know like i've shot this for what, seven or eight years yeah there have been games that i've watched the highlights back and, and not even known who won i do think there's a there's a disparity between doing because so gavin does photography and i do 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 videos for videography um i do think there's a disparity there because the thing is like i have to shoot every single play and so mm. uh, from the start of the play i'm on the quarterback and then so i'm following the quarterback and then the thing is when i first started doing this and first started shooting the games it it's like anything. It's like when you get rookies going to the NFL and they say that when they get into their second or third year, the game slows down a lot. That's what's happened for me now is now I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm in my seventh year. Yeah, I'm a veteran. Yeah. The yeah. game isn't slowing down. There, there, there's me. <laughs> but but I, I genuinely think it's the difference between video and photography because I'm following the quarterback. And the thing is, once yeah, you get true. to a certain point, I'm looking at the, for example, like probably one of my favorite shots I've ever got in my career is I got the Brady to Chris Godwin touchdown. And mm. the thing is like, I was on Brady, Brady snapped the ball. And then he turns to the right, looked to the right, 
And then he flipped his body back to the left. And so I was like, okay, well, he's not going to flip his body back to the right now because he's set his feet. And I saw that within the shot and said I was ready for him to throw uh, throw to the left. And so obviously mm. he w- started to wind up to throw that way. And then I just followed the ball and then got the ball and got it to the Chris Godwin. And then Chris Godwin got the touchdown, celebrated and ran straight did, past my camera, which was ideal, gave the ball to the crowd. But I, I is, did, that, is, that, is that the one where the, is the one where I, I, I got the shot of you literally close up pointing a 70-200 at something happening about two feet away? No, so that, was the, so that was the Gino Smith fumble. Oh, that was this. That was the genius yeah, fumble, yeah 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 so, the, yeah so 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 when it you're sort of taught when yeah. you're doing the video aspect of this job that if you miss a touchdown because sometimes you're just in the wrong place but it's like yeah. if you get if there's a turnover or a touchdown or like any big play it's like carry on shooting because there might yeah, be yeah, like yeah. a fantastic celebration so i was in the perfect place that the geno smith fumble happened right in front of me i was like i'm gonna carry on I'm gonna carry on yeah. shooting at that and all of a sudden three bucks players pop up in the air and right just start walking towards me and then they say celebrate they're just to the left of me they just kept celebrating in the crowd to the left so gavin got this fantastic picture of me <laughs> me shooting <laughs> shooting them up close <laughs> with the 7200 uh, right crucially before we get on before we get off the subject of us actually shooting the game right so so two things right just quickly right did they actually use your uh godwin uh your, your brady to godwin touchdown footage yeah yeah, yeah they did good yeah. right because they actually used my celebration photo so, so I, I love it when that happens. I love like the after the game when like I, don't, I think there was three or four times in this game where they'd use your bit of video and my photo in the <laughs> yeah. same in the same uh, post. Yeah, and you're like you're like that that shows that we've done a pretty good job of that because yeah, I got the gobs goblin did the kind of like the he's almost like the Ronaldo didn't he like the suit he, kind he, of thing. Yeah, he kind of, he kind of did a, a sort of half kind of like a, half yeah like a C. he's like started like, it like a half just, like yeah. an Iron Man sort of jump and spin. So they used my shot of him in the air with that, and they used your touchdown. So. Yeah. No. Yeah, we're not. Kept... We're not that. We're, we're not that bad at this. No, we're not. Like, it was the fact that they <laughs> they kept just sharing stuff, and he'd be like, "Isn't that my photo?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah isn't that my video?" Yeah. I mean, are we, are we even going to touch on on the Brady? I think I think we'll finish it off with the story, story about Brady and uh, and Vea because those are two quite funny points. Yeah. So so yeah. yeah so, so basically, we, well, Brady... they're funny. They're funny for you. Yeah, like, I, do you, I don't think you can stop laughing for the first like forty minutes after that. Oh, okay. Well, there's three things actually. So first of all, <laughs> so, so so the first part is so when you're doing pregame, you have to film the the guys getting off the bus and then like coming into the stadium. Um, and we were sort of told like pregame that there's going to be a position that you stand in because basically you're not allowed to film the security. And I was like, okay, that's totally fine. We don't need to. So we went, went into this position. Um, basically, there's a big like fence and we were to the right of the fence, then to the right of the, the buses and then the players get off the buses. But there's two sets of buses. And so you, obviously we're trying to get a shot of Brady. I'm, cring- so I'm cringing. Yeah, we're paying attention like left to right to what's going on. And it's all very like high energy stuff because you're trying to get the shot. And then like Brady comes off the bus to the left. I start get, getting my shot of him. Gavin starts to get his shot of him. I follow him as he walks through. He he sort of looks at Gavin and sort of looks at the general media guys and goes, "Yeah, what's up, guys?" And like you know, just a general, <laughs> "What's up, <laughs> what's up, guys?" And then Gavin replies back and goes, "Hi." <laughs> and it was, I was genuinely, oh. it was like Will from in between us, like a Will oh. from in between us. And I was, I was genuinely, I was killed over in tears for about fifteen minutes when we got back to the media room. The thing is, I was like, well, I was so- saying directly hi to you. <laughs> Thing is, we go straight back that way. We go straight back to the photography room, right? And you've got to get, you know, I'm, I'm getting you getting the photos, and you know, they use your bit of video. They use my photo. Like I wasn't amazingly pleased with my photo because, you know, it's so they're, they're like three coaches. 
stand up, isn't it? You're yeah. trying to point your camera in three different. Your eyes are split in three directions. Oh, it's crazy. But anyway, I'm trying. Yeah, we, I'm backing it. I'm, I'm on my laptop and I look left at you, and you're just giggling. <laughs> you're just constantly giggling. And I think you, you played that. You're literally playing uh, it back on the laptop, so and I'm literally funny. like sitting there, like, stop it. You, just, yeah. Just, just stop I'm, it now. It's probably the most. Like, me and Gavin have got a good friendship, and it's probably the most <laughs> angry I've seen him with me because it was just, just like the just whole day, it. just me. me oh. But oh, it's so funny. But yeah, but yeah. then obviously then we we get on the um the field pregame, we're waiting for Brady for ages. Um, and then usually the way you you shoot quarterbacks when they're on the field pregame, because we can go on the field, is you sort of line up behind them, follow them around, and then most of the time they start throwing. And then because you're behind them, you get some really good shots because um, you're already behind them getting the shots. But so this time around, we were on the field. We were in the middle of the field and we, there was a bunch of coaches around us and no one said anything. So we've got, we weren't in a, the wrong place because no one moved us. But then I got this lovely shot of Brady walking behind him, kind of low angle so you could see the crowd and see his number and it was really cool and he stops he, he starts to drink some water and he has a ball in his hand i was like oh perfect it's like i'll sit, sit back a bit and he'll start throwing and then all of a sudden he does a complete 180 spin and then starts walking towards where i'm standing and i'm like oh, if i back up i'm gonna back up into another player but if i stay right in front of brady and then he just looks at me and you and looks at my camera and just goes back up guys and both, you just <laughs> see us both she there's a video someone got a line of it happening and we just both sheepishly just sort of walk off and then all the coaches start to go, yeah, guys, you need to be back over here at that. But it was when I watched that back, I was like, it's funny. And it's, it's a funny situation. But I thought oh, we weren't actually in the wrong place because none of the coaches said anything until Brady said to us to, to move. Yeah, But it was quite thing, a cool it, moment anyway. It, it, I mean, the fact that you actually kept recording. So you've got this great bit of footage, haven't you? Where he's yeah. Across the end, he says that. These things happen sometimes, though. Like, it, it's, yeah, it, the, exactly. the problem is when you're being around, it's kind of a gray area of like, you, you can go where you want on the field, but don't be in the way of the, the, the practices. And sometimes you you're in the perfect place for the whole situation but sometimes you just get caught and uh, look, as long as I'm, you as, yeah as long as you go oh what's my bad and then move out the way yeah, it's totally I'm, fine. I'm fairly certain i'm fairly certain that, that tom moved on from me pretty quickly no i think i th- uh, to be fair i might have hyped him up for the game he was like you know maybe, what if, if, maybe. That, if that he videogra- used his motivation yeah that videographer has got the balls to to shoot me from that close and no one's done that no one's done that in my 22 year career <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go into this no game, point. and I'm gonna I'm gonna use his mindset. Uh, there was actually a, show, there, yeah. was, there was actually a moment when he threw that Chris Godwin touchdown, and where yeah. where I I swear he locked eyes with me, yeah, and then threw the ball, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, Brady, I'm here, I'm here for you. He's yeah, he said that with his eyes, and I said it back, and, and he looked at me, <laughs> and I looked at him. <laughs> I'm not going to carry that on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, give, yeah. give us, give us, give us the third. I'll let you uh, do the yeah, third. Because that, 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 that was that was that, that was it was a, it was a combo, cool. but it was, it was led by you. Yeah, but you, you definitely you were a big influence on why that moment was so heart. cool. Yeah, yeah. So so going on to post game of the 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 Bucks game, um, we be, we get given uh like a, a sheet or like a shot sheet basically. So they say you have to go up to some players and get selfie videos for NFL social. Players, so, get yeah. something. So yeah. it's split it's split up so like someone will take two players, some will take two players. So for example for the Broncos Broncos game I had to do Jerry Judy and Patrick Satan. Um then a colleague of ours had to get Russell Wilson. So we just split it up. Um and then so post game I was on Brady because I was already on the field and the Bucks were right near me. So I was like, oh well I'll just get on Brady. Um I mean to be honest, to be honest, I think I think the whole day was get Brady. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. although although even 
even at the end there, although like me being a photographer, I was still get given the kind of like, oh, if you can get something with the ca- with yeah. your mobile phone, yeah. give it yeah, so. Yeah, so yeah. I, I found Chris Godwin, and I didn't realise that the, uh, Nico had already got Chris Godwin. Yeah. So he just. But then again, they're professionals. They yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm trying basically. We, we, you know, you, you are you're doing it, but one eye is on Brady walking yeah. the pitch. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every single person is on that pitch, going, okay, I've got to do my thing and get all these other players, but. Brady is my priority. Yeah. So we, we we do the Brady thing, don't we? And then it's like after that. And, and and yeah, it was like the hype of Brady leaving the pitch and and getting the photos and the crowd are going crazy and the atmosphere was incredible. And we we kind of just turn and walk. And then you. Yeah. And then and then me. So it's, yeah, we get the get this both get our shots of Brady coming off the field. Like it's really good in that turn around. And then one of the people on our list was Vita Vea, obviously the defensive lineman for for the Bucks. And he was on our list to get for a selfie video. And I see him. He's just finished his jersey swap, but he starts to walk off the field. And he sort of looks at me and makes eye contact, and then kind of looks the other way. And I was like, he definitely doesn't want to do this. And then so I walked up to him. I was like, Vita, mate, any chance you can do me a video for NFL socials? And he sort of you could tell he, he just wanted kind of wanted to get off the field. He just on his jersey shop he wanted to get back into the back into the locker room i didn't really say much and i was like i, I was like I promise promise it won't take long just a couple of words and he went he was trying to get his shirt off wasn't he and that was what he said he went all right i'm gonna take my shirt off yeah. and then and then he was like struggling because he was holding his pads as well and i was like do you want a hand and then he sort of didn't really didn't <laughs> i'm really taking photos and, and i'm taking photos of this interaction yeah we, we, yeah you got we'll, a great we'll share, photo. We'll, we'll share those on the clutch down won't yeah we? yeah 100 we'll yeah, yeah. we'll share, share yeah. a couple of the videos and photos that we got and, and from the, like, the game yeah. This, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um but yeah so we so we um so we do that and then he takes his shirt off and then he grabs my phone and he just starts to get, to get really hype I just start going, oh, we won this thing, and like do it, like show the stadium and that. And then Gavin notices there's a bunch of like Bucks fans right at the the tunnel to the Bucks locker room. We were just really hype. What did you say? You just sort of pointed them out, or well, went? Well, he kind of went to give the phone back, didn't he? It was like he was done. Yeah. He was like he literally he was done. He went to give us the phone back, and I just went, take it to the fans. Just take it to the fans. And it, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's what he said. And he went, yeah. And he just, just sort of runs with the phone. Now, a shirtless three hundred pound Vita Vea. <laughs> Vita Vea runs to the crowd, and he's like, "Hey!" And the crowd are going crazy, and we're getting the photos and the video. It was amazing, it was and so like, cool. it, it was, it was like, it was like we'd already iced the cake, and then you had this amazing moment, and maybe you had to be there, and you had to be us to fully appreciate how amazing that moment was. Yeah. But the energy was so, so good, and at that point. Like I say, we were done. Brady had gone off the pitch. You think it's all over, and then we end up getting this amazing moment. Yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. so cool. And it was it quite was cool. so cool. It was cool for it to be <clears throat> like now we've done a few games together, and obviously we're mates as well. Like it was cool to have that moment as like a dual effort. Like yeah. me, like the effort of me getting the the you know the the selfie video. But then what made it was the fact that and the, the part of the shot that got used online was the part where Vita was running off towards the crowd. So mm. like that it was such a dual cool teamwork effort for us both yeah. to like be a part of that moment to get that. And then that was like the kind of almost sign off of, OK, we've done the Germany game now. Like it was yeah. quite quite nice to have the coolest moment was not necessarily Brady, but it was that like kind of moment that we worked in tandem. Yeah. But yeah, such amazing. a such a yeah, it was an unreal experience, unreal experience. And it was a lot of fun to shoot. So, <laughs> as usual for my oh, wow. as usual for my segues, what have you got for me for the uh, lot of fun to watch segment this week? Who's going to have the best weekend out of these two? Right, okay. Source, Source Gardner and Trevon Diggs. Oh, okay, okay. So, so yeah. So the Cowboys have got the Vikings this the, week. The tougher, the, the tougher of the, the two. T- yeah. Or oh, you never never know with the NFL with our weekly predictions going so don't, crazy. Don't mind that bit. Yeah. And then uh, um, yes. Patriots versus Jets. So 
No, obviously, I'm a huge Cowboys fan, and Trevon Diggs has had an amazing like year and year plus with mm-hmm. interceptions. Sauce Gardner doesn't get as many interceptions, but obviously this year he's just having Locked an incredible down. year. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. So that's why that's why I was. Is it fair to judge them on interceptions? Thought... But obviously, Diggs isn't quite having the same season when it comes to interceptions. But but I thought maybe I'll just say who's going to have um, um who's going to have and next week we can judge who's going to have the better okay. weekend. Okay, Sauce Gardner, Trevon Diggs. Okay. Uh right, okay. I've got my I've got my my prediction. Right, okay. So, do you wanna you want you yeah. got a timer? Got a little timer ready? I am ready. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, go. So my pick for who's gonna have the better weekend this week and play is Source Gardner. I think the thing is quarterback is probably the hardest position to play in the NFL. When you hear players, coaches, you hear a lot of people talk about this because you're if you're a man coverage, you're shading like the top receivers. Like if you're playing man coverage against Stefan Diggs, you've got a shade against Stefan Diggs for an entire route. And I think the thing is the fact that Source Gardner has come in as a rookie and been arguably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL just shows that he's only really gonna progress and go up from here which is quite insane to see what his potential is i think there are two very different cornerbacks in him and trayvon Mm. dicks but i think gardner just seems to improve every week you saw him against buffalo have that interception you saw him doing well against Diggs. He's, I think, allowed one touchdown so far this year. And I read a weird stat the other day that he hasn't allowed a play of over 20 yards since he was in, like, the third grade or something, which is crazy. <laughs> and so as, mu- as much as, like, I, I like Trayvon Diggs as a player, and I think he's more of an aggressive cornerback. And I think, you know, there's a chance that he just kind of undercuts and gets an interception. I'm going Source Gardner. <laughs> I'm going Source Gardner. Okay. <laughs> and, and breathe. <laughs> Uh, okay. I, it's alright. I got that the little uh, the reading that little stat the other day where he hadn't allowed a twenty plus uh, play re- uh, reception since he was in like the third grade was so cool. So I was like, as long as I get that in there, yeah, that's my reasoning. If you're that, doing that, that for that, that's long, an incredible st- that's an incredible stat. I don't even think he didn't allow a touchdown in in college, did he? I don't think he did. So okay, so what I, all I'm all I'm going to say right, all I'm going to say is is that Kirk Cousins is going to be throwing it. I think a, a bit more. The Diggs is going to have the opportunities for interceptions. Well, that that was what I was going to finish that's, off before I was all so. I, that's all I'm I was going to say. I was so rudely interrupted by the the minute parameter by the, by the of this minute. segment. Actually, yeah. one minute point three three. Actually, I gave you point three three extra. Oh, fair play, fair play, fair play. <laughs> I, I I got in what I wanted to say, but you, you need to you need to like call a timeout with with about fifty seconds gone. That was the problem. <laughs> it was there was a minute to go in the fourth quarter, and I was trying you're, to you're, you know I was trying to pull the Cowboys and and run oh, the, run the ball and let the clock run out. Can we not talk about the Cowboys? Please, we're gonna have to. A bit later, well, you, gave, you just gave me a lot of fun to watch segment with a Cowboys player. Yeah, that was you stupid. forced it. You forced it. But yeah, no, oh, definitely. Well, yeah, no, and again, you're back to Dak. Back to Dak. Forcing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, all right. Source so, Source Gardner. Yeah. We, we will see. We will see. And, and I think it's probably good to mention about so the kind of the kind of fail of a lot of fun to watch from last week with the the Titans and the um uh titans talking about so so last week you're a lot of fun to watch was saying who was going to have more (laughs) rush yards is it going to be travis Etienne or Mm. was it going to be Derek henry um in the end it it kind of yeah it was more of like a like it was really underwhelming because titans played the broncos Mm. won 17 10 Derek henry had 53 rush yards but that was off 19 carries so an average of Mm. 2.8 yards and then you go to the jags who played the chiefs Travis Etienne had 45 rush yards, but he had an average of 4.1. So it wasn't, no one was blowing us off the score sheet, but 
Yeah, it's just who was I, the, who was the top running back last week? Um, as in in the entire NFL, or yeah, no, no, as in in the last week, who who got the most? Uh, I obviously I know um, was it De- is it Deontay Devontae Foreman Dante Foreman Dante Foreman who 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 I put on the bench having had a terrible week before. Yeah. He decided to 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 be incredible, didn't he? Which, which really, I love that. I I, gen- I love it when you. It doesn't at all ruin fantasy football or the red zone or anything. Well, not that we could watch the red zone last week, but um, no, 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 we didn't really have any chance. Pain. I, I think uh, pain. to be honest, in terms of rush yards, it was Jonathan Taylor. I think. Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, 147 rush yards against the pathetic Raiders. Oh, he's oh really? Ooh, yeah. Brutal. I mean, yeah. do, you want, do you want to talk about that? I'll, I'll talk about it in the predictions a little bit. I can't really say okay. much more about the Raiders that I've already said. They're just... D- d- yeah, I'll chat about it later. But, but, yeah, we'll but, chat yeah. about it later. Okay, but basically, right, unfortunately, okay, cool. unfortunately, last week's... Uh, yeah, last week's, last week's a lot of fun to watch was so be, underwhelming be players. Be but... prepared for them to not throw anything towards Source Gardner. Yeah, I, I think and... yeah, I think that, and that's the thing with him. He's creating, he's creating being that corner. It's like teams just yeah. don't want to throw out, and that's that's why he doesn't get as many interceptions. That's why he doesn't get the interceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely with, with Dick, Dick, Diggs is kind of a boom or bust, isn't he? Yeah, oh, 100%. He, he, he's a guy. He is not like last season. I remember a couple of times where he got burnt for massive, massive um, yardage because he was trying to make a play, and yeah. and he made all those interceptions. Yeah, equally, if occasionally it's gonna it's gonna come back to haunt you, isn't it? Yeah, so, of course, um, of course, it's tra- trade offs a lot, trade offs across the board. Yeah, but, yeah, nice, good, good, a lot of fun to watch. Cool. Be looking forward to watching uh watching Gardner. Keep an eye on those two. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. Right, cool. move, let's move on. Eagles, Eagles, going talking about that undefeated season, <laughs> lost against the Washington Commanders last week, thirty-two to twenty-one. No, Not no more, uh, no more undefeated Eagles to to carry on the season. Not laughing at all. No, no, that was that was probably a good, uh, the best way that matchup could have gone for you with the uh, the, yeah. being the same division as the uh, yeah. The I mean, yeah, obviously, obviously, like I, I'd, I'd say, I'd say that uh, the Eagles and the Packers are my two most uh, most hated teams. If I had to put them put them in kind of, kind of a league table, yeah. So I was I was very pleased to uh, to see that. I'm very, <laughs> very, happy, very very happy for you. Yeah. Very so happy. so what went wrong in this game? Well. Eagles all season. One of the things they've prided themselves on is the the turnover differential and the fact that they've had a better turnover differential in the the positive realm than any other team. This game they had four turnovers. They only had three the rest of the season. They had three fumbles lost and an interception as well. Like you you can't when you when you're doing that you can't win games. Uh, and the the things that priding yourself on that as a team. It's also just a a psychological thing. If you're turning over the ball, you know you're playing a different game. You know you're suddenly not in control of that game. And another thing, probably the craziest stat from from the game in terms of you know we talk about the Eagles' high flying offense and and all that. And the fact that their defense is good, but their offense is kind of what the team runs through. It's a time of possession in this game. Commanders, 40 minutes, 24 seconds on offense. Eagles, 19 minutes and 36 seconds. So a two to one ratio in terms of possession is just, it's just insane. Like that's, yeah, that's, that's like, that, that's like, I'm not sure what the kind of sort of time of possession record is in NFL history, but that's just, that's just ridiculous. And I, and I think the thing with the, the reason why that's happened is because now that Wentz getting injured has meant you've got Heineke come back in. And Heineke just seems to have the locker room. And, you know, he, he threw a, a terrible claw in eight receptions for 128 yards. Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, great at the run game. And I think the thing is, it, him having the locker room is just showing on that offense. And that offense is working because of that. And that, that that's the, the thing that seems to have happened. And I've, I've always said Heineke seems to come in, do his job, 
put keep the 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 team in games. You know that they beat the Bucks last year. Was it last year? Yeah, with with Heineke, they nearly beat him in the playoffs the year that the Bucks went to the Super Bowl. Like Heineke's just this guy that just comes in and just will 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 win and just is just a straight up good player and good for the locker room and I think that's the thing that the team seems to have rallied around him on offense and that's what's what's changed within that locker room so I can see them staying with Heineke going forward rather than actually going back to Wentz I, I think Heineke's probably the the better option he's been in the league a few years though hasn't he Heineke yeah yeah, yeah it's he's, strange isn't it yeah it's it's, it's kind of he it, it almost like I say Geno Smith has been playing fantastic this year and I'd, I'd argue that uh, you know Heineke hasn't been as good as that but Heineke's just a tough dude, and I think that's the thing. But he's, yeah, he's been in the league since 2015. Uh, was on the Vikings for two years, Patriots practice squad, Texans for a year, Carolina Panthers for two years, um, and then he played in was it the XFL or the USFL? I think uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Don't yeah. Know, he played I, in the XFL. Yeah, XFL. That was it. I love the way you're, you're not actually asking me. Are you? That's 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 you asked. That's a rhetorical. Yeah, it's a rhetorical question. It was it was because I'm reading it off of the internet. I don't, I don't not, know much about the, the XFL. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Amazing. I, I mean, I, I I don't know as much about the XFL as you might think. <laughs> I thought I'd ask you specifically because I, I, I did we not discuss this pre-podcast that you were going to be Pre- the XFL guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other podcast. Oh yeah, how many podcasts I remember do we I have, have now? Like, I have 80. to pretend. Yeah. I have to pretend not to know anything about the XFL very, in this oh, one. Oh yeah, very true. And then I have to pretend but, to not know anything okay, about the okay, NFL. Okay, right. Yeah, I've, I've I've quickly not googled it. And um, yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah the the uh, the Saint Louis Battlehawks. Yeah. What a name! I know. Yeah. Oh, go Battlehawks! I think that should be our nickname for Heineken going uh, forward. He's the Battlehawk. Let- let me let me just go and look at what their merch is like. That's generally when it comes to American football teams that I've never heard of, or college teams, or whatever they, they are uh, that I've never heard of. I'm always like, okay, what's the merch like? Oh, merch is good. Yep, I'm gonna, I, I might I might support those. I got I got a Clemson Tigers hat a couple of years ago, oh, and, I, and, yes. and and again, I'm not a, not a massive college guy, but um, but when I uh, saw the hat, I was like, yep, getting that, love it. I've seen the sort of Google sent those Battlehawks, and there's a there's a, a picture of a guy in a, a completely blue morph suit with a with a pigeon's mask on, downing a Bud Light. So I think that's pro- is, is that just you? Okay, that was me. Uh, that that was me. You the, got me. The XFL guy. Okay, right. So, so going back to Heineke, right? So right. so he's been in the Re- he's he's been, almost called them Redskins. Then. He's yeah. been in the Commanders since uh, 2020. Yep. Um, is uh, how how old, how old is Heineke? Twenty nine or thirty? Twenty nine. Yeah. So you can't you kind of say is it now or never for Heineke? Is, is this is this maybe that maybe maybe he's got that added motivation? Like I think so. He's uh, yeah. comfortable. He's you know like you say he's got the locker room. They they believe in him. you know sometimes in the, in the, uh, you know American football is such an it, it, it's it's a strange sport because like you can you can win a Super Bowl or something with one or two great individuals. You mm-hmm. know like like the combination of Brady and Gronk for years was incredible but then you're not going to do that without an offensive line giving Brady time to find Gronk no like sometimes it, well, it, it's so often I think this is the thing that don't necessarily follow the sport don't understand how it really really is the sum of all parts it's, oh, it's, it's everything and maybe right now all of these little sort of these little parts just work for Heineke just 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 work be- better than so Wentz is always kind of like I mean obviously Wentz hasn't been the same since his big injury anyway but He's always kind of one of those guys that will risk a risk a, a um, an interception, isn't he? He's, yeah. one, he's one of those, and maybe Heineke's just that steadier influence that 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 they need. Yeah, I th- I think sometimes that's you know 
and we're finding you know chatting about the nfl week in week out and even given the predictions you're finding that it's so week to week like for example mm. and i and i think you're completely right on having a you know steady steady situation at quarterback and a team that believes in but believes in your your quarterback and I, I i i was listening to a podcast the other day that was chatting about the colts this weekend so obviously going into this weekend you had the colts they'd fired their head coach in frank Reich. they had jeff saturday a colts legend come in you know his high school record was awful and then he comes in as the head coach of the colts they have a, a offensive play caller who's never called plays before but the mm. thing is, because Jeff Saturday is a Super Bowl winner, all pro, pro bowling, ex-offensive lineman, the issue with the Colts was their offensive line. So suddenly you bring in a guy and it's like, if you're calling out players on the offensive line and you've played at that level, there's no offensive lineman who can go, oh, no, he's, he's not right or whatever. Like he's suddenly holding mm. them accountable. And I yeah. think that's the thing. I think there's different motivations that different teams need. And I think the the thing that's missing in Washington is because they've got a good roster. They've got good players. They've got good players on defense and all that. Chase Young isn't back yet, but they're still doing well considering that on defense. And then on offense, they're doing well with their running backs and so on. But I think Heineke is just that piece that that team needs. And probably has that, that, that kind of similar, you know, fight mentality that the that, that their coach Ron Rivera does because obviously Rivera um, uh, recovered from cancer didn't he and that's quite a, mm, a, yeah. a big thing that the team rallied around and so I think Heideke's probably got that same kind of I'm going to go in I'm going to fire I'm going to scrap I've, I've whenever I get an opportunity I'm going to come in and do that and I think the team just feeds off of that and it's quite funny because I've got a friend of mine who's a, an Eagles fan um, and he said he was like we were chatting about like you know oh, I said to him do you reckon that the Eagles are going to go undefeated what do you reckon is going to happen and he was like, the only team I'm worried about is Washington. And this was about three <laughs> three weeks ago. And then right. after after this game, he went, look, I told you so. It was 100%. But... Tell you. Get get him on. Get, yeah. get, get, get rid of this guy. Yeah. Get him on. Yeah, yeah man. He, seems to be able to, he, can, he can predict the future. But... Oh, God. Actually, no. Don't get him on. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I, I don't want to know. <laughs> Come on. Let me live in the moment. But yeah, just, uh, just an all-round essay. I, I was more referring to the fact he just simply might know more than us. I mean, in my that's case, that's not difficult. That's a good point. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got my... I, no, no one can challenge my nerdiness on this sport, so I don't really... No, don't no. Really you, are, you are the stats man. On guard. But... Yeah, it was it just a, a really good game for Washington. It seemed like everything was working. You know, on third down, they were five of eight, which means that they didn't really get to third down that often as a stat, which mm. is impressive. Eagles were 12 of 21 on third down. As I said, Terry McLaurin, eight receptions for 128 yards. Great game from him, obviously on the same wavelength as Heineke. Heineke getting the ball to the players that need to get the ball. Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson, both of the touchdown, run game working. Eagles, four turnovers. It was just, yeah, a, a bad game think, for the Eagles and a good game for do, the Commanders. No, no, okay. So, so before we finish on these two teams, yeah. it's, it, this doesn't say anything about the Eagles' abilities to go all the way this season, does it? It, it could probably a blip, do you think? I, I, th- I, I think so. I think the thing is, sometimes it teems you almost need to have the thing is, if you don't have yeah. any losses, then yeah. you're you're watching game film on games that you've won, and trying to work yeah. out the ways to improve. And obviously, there's going to be things that come off the the board. But when you have a game like this that they lose, and it's not like they they got absolutely destroyed. It's not no. like they were, you know. And it's not like you know. It's not like it was a quarterback situation where Hertz, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. went completely off and just had an awful game. Like he had two passing touchdowns and also had a rushing mm. touchdown. So, but, but but yeah, sometimes you need a defeat to just re just reinvigorate almost yeah. as well, isn't it? It's like motivational wise. It's like okay, look, we're not invincible. Next week, we're going to have to try a little bit harder. Yeah. Well, um, it's 
um, and, yeah, and, and, that's, yeah. and that's and and the timing is probably a good thing actually because you always you well we'll see if it's a good thing if they mm-hmm. lose it, this is the this is this is the NFL isn't it if they lose this weekend then suddenly you start to go oh, hello it's momentum slipping yeah and yeah, if yeah. The, and if they come and if and if say I don't know if somehow the if, if somehow the Cowboys and the Giants win the division gets tightened up um, if the Commanders win they all go six and five. Are they? Are they in? Well, they are. I mean, it's such a tight division, isn't yeah, it? It, yeah. it? It's crazy. The end of the NFC East, which for a few years was was pretty dire, to be honest. Oh yeah, it was called, uh, um, the NFC least, wasn't it, for a little while? That's so rude. Yeah, that's I know. so rude. It's and, and it's funny enough that was that was around the, that was around the time that the Cowboys used to kind of like win it quite <laughs> regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now now it's a decent division. We're in third. Yeah, it's right. It's uh, better yeah. than being fourth, like the Raiders are. But, oh. yeah, tough, tough, tough situation. But yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's bubbling under that, isn't it? You, yeah, you're, 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 you're the anger. rage, the uh, rage. Yeah, yeah. No, I say so. Uh, it's it's a quite an interesting division to to look at going forward. It seems like all the teams are good, but I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't think necessarily the the Eagles are going to look at this and go, "That's it, that's our season done." I just think that it's probably shown that there's a few places that they need to improve, and yeah. and hopefully, you know, with the <clears> the Commanders, they they feel like they've found at least a quarterback they could you know, keep them in games and, and take them forward. And, you know, if Heineke had been in from the start of the season, maybe maybe their record would be even better. And maybe going into this game, they would have been something like, you know, six and two or six or three or whatever. And then mm. it wouldn't have been such a surprise that they beat the Eagles. But yeah, yeah, it's going forward. And I'm interested to see what the commanders do and how the Eagles do and how it plays out. And I think what you were chatting about losses, you look at the Chiefs. Chiefs have got two losses this season. Bills have got three losses this season. Like there's now no undefeated team. Having a loss or two losses or whatever at this point doesn't mean that your team's in complete dire straits and that's it. So yeah, going forward, I think they'll probably learn from this. And, and, and it's interesting to see how the league and also how that division plays out blitz what you got blitz. for me for this week's blitz a very simple one okay um ignoring stats and this, this is the thing oh, that's stats. not simple for me yeah exactly stats <laughs> can lie who's got the best defense in the nfl right now Ooh. oh interesting mm. that's a oh just off yeah. the dome a four a beautiful dome I think. Whilst it, you think, can I just talk about the dome? The, the, what, just, <laughs> the dome of Reese. The dome of the dome of Reese. Welcome to the, the next segment of the podcast. The dome, <laughs> the dome of, of Reese. What's inside? Yeah. Hey, welcome. What's inside the dome of Reese? <laughs> this is the this philo- week, philosophy this, part of the episode. Whilst, 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 whilst Reese thinks, I ask the question: What's inside the dome of Reese? <laughs> I, I think. To be honest, just a monkey clapping like yeah. you know, Homer. Like Homer, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is it. No, that's me. No, that's me. Yeah, very true. Mine's just a monkey throwing an American football. Like, yours is a on. lot. Yours is a lot of cogs. A lot of cogs. <laughs> just a lot of cogs. What, of like, one... like, like a, a Salvador Dali kind of thing going on. I don't know. Yeah, carnage. Yeah. With, a, with, a, with there's just a small cog that's stuck, and everything else kind of works, <laughs> but not to a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be to be fair, I'd probably say the best defense, uh, not on a, a stat point of view but just from uh if i was a team who i would be the most scared to play would definitely i know we spoke about it a few times but definitely be the jets and it kind of comes mm. off of chatting about you know what, what i was chatting about earlier in terms of uh source gardener but just yeah. across the board like as a as a unit and i and the, you know as we were talking about with the the with washington commanders and that like if your coach is Robert Sala, who has been the defensive coordinator of a team that has gone to a Super Bowl and done very, very well, 
I, I think as a defense, you're going to rally around that guy. And the fact that the Jets mm. are kind of rolling this season, you know, they beat the Bills, which was like the biggest upset, I'd say, of the season. And the, the Bills played against that defense had a had a tough time. I think it just shows that, you know, if the, the top team, basically the Bills, one of the most explosive offenses in the league, if not the most explosive, uh, came played against the Jets and suddenly were like, hold on a minute, this team's for real. And they've, they've rallied around Robert Saller and they're, they're very good on on that point. I think as a, as a team... Playing, playing against that defense would be the most scared. And if you look at the, the Patriots versus Jets game, when your quarterback could throw three interceptions and your team only loses by five points, that's because your defense has kept you in the game. And so right. in that Patriots versus Jets game, where they only lost by five points to the Patriots, you have three interceptions from Wilson. I think it's the three turnovers and they're still kept in the game because their defense gets them in the game and this was sort of going into the the predictions after this like this is the issue that i found with the packers last night is their their defense kept them in the game at the end and gave them chances and their offense didn't execute the thing you're finding with the jets is that a lot of the times now this season which maybe they didn't used to do is the fact that their defense will give them opportunities and then they're capitalizing with that on offense so i think as a as a unit and as a unit which I think is very young and also will still improve. And mm-hmm. if I was talking about, you know, the Jets in the playoffs, I think if you play against the Jets in the playoffs, if they get their run game rolled and their defense starts playing well, I think they're one of the, the scariest prospects of teams to play. Because you're going in there and going, oh, well, this this team could really play against anyone in the league and and win. You know, if you yeah. can beat the, you know what, right? the top teams, you can win against anyone. And, and, and do you know what, right? When when English people, British people, or people that don't like American football sort of criticise American football and they, oh, yeah, I don't bother watching that, right? And then we go and watch the... And I love Premier League football, yeah. And we watch the Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Man United. The same three, four, five teams, always challenging. Who would have thought that you would be at week 11 talking about the Jets making a playoff run? And, you know, and, that, and, and, and every... Of, but, uh, yeah. yeah. And this is the thing about American football that's so great. It's so difficult to predict. And every year it can change. And yeah, you know, sure enough, of course, like the Chiefs and the Bills, you know, are going to be up there because they've currently got Josh Allen and and Patrick Mahomes. But the beautiful thing about the American football is, and and I've said it, it, I think the first one I was in, is the story. And you never, you can't fully predict the story. And this is what's wonderful about it. Yeah, with the Premier League, you had Leicester win the Premier League, I think 2015. That's it. Like, literally, other than that, it's been won by Man City and Liverpool. The same two teams constantly. And I know, I know. obviously, the Patriots had their, uh, had their time. Yeah. But we're now in this kind of flux era where anyone can win it, really. I mean, like, again, now, look, you look this year, you've got the Eagles and the Vikings looking like the best two teams in the, um, in the NFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've got, yeah, the Jets sort of, like, just, just there, aren't they? They're just, yeah. just under there. And, that, and that's what I love about this sport. That's genuinely what I love about this sport. And that's what I say to people when, oh, well, I can't be bothered to watch the American football. I'm like, just, it's just, you have to embrace everything about it. Yeah. That's oh, what's 100%. so good about it. It's the sum of all parts. It's, it's, not, it's not just the sum of all parts on the team. It's just everything. It's so, that's why I love it. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, and, and that's the thing after the draft this year. Like I was looking, I remember doing like the post-draft episodes and just saying the Jets won that draft and they did so well in that draft. And that is just a, that is a literally a, a demonstration of a sum of all parts where if your front office can do the right thing and draft incredibly well. Did you actually that say that? Team. Yeah, oh, well, I, I, I told you, I said pre-season. I said that, you know, I said the draft, the draft was listen. won by the Jets and I also said that I reckon they'll make the playoffs this season. Oh, Oh, play it back. Yeah, I know. I will. Well, the second the Jets get their playoff berth, honestly, I'm I'm, I'm not even recording the podcast. But I'm just playing that clip. I'm going to welcome to podcast seventy nine. 
The Jets yeah. have the Jets have made it. Here's the clip. Just, See you yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think as a as, probably to be fair, as a t- even not just a defensive unit, as a as a team, I think the Jets would be one of the scariest teams to play. And okay. and you know in there, I think probably one of my favorite matchups going into later in the season because the Jets and the Dolphins have to play again, don't they? Ooh. And I think that is going to be a real. That'd be a lot of fun to watch. Well, because on uh, on a wrong segment. <laughs> oh, come on, you, man, you can you still say it. No, you can't. You're not allowed. <laughs> you made you made a podcast based around it. Yeah, uh, true, very true. But yeah, so I think it's is it week 17 that the Jets play the Dolphins again, or it might even be I'm week 18. Sure. Uh, yeah, so week 18, so last game, last um, week of the season, Jets play the Dolphins. That could have. I really in. hope it's in, I really hope it's in 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 Miami, just just because it would be nice and warm. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather play there. Yeah, just... can we move it, guys? I know, it, I know, we... it's in New York. Yeah, yeah. Can, can, we, can we move it to Miami? G- Gavin, on, we all Gavin's want, we all not, want to. Gavin's not even going. He just wants. He just thinks of the players. <laughs> if I, if Gavin I, was, I'm worried for Zach Wilson's warmth. If, if, if I was the commissioner of the NFL, I'd literally do that. Like, like, right, guys. Week 18. Can we just play all the games in the warm areas, like South? This is all going. Come on, we all agree, yeah. We're going to say no one's to blame Buffalo just, when just, it's snowing. Just actually, it. actually, on that. <laughs> Have you heard that they're they're moving the Buffalo game? Yeah, because they could have six feet of snow, and they were worried they were going to lose Devin Singletary and Nick Chubb in the in on the field. Uh, they put on the tweet. They said they there's six feet of snow, and they said Devin Singletary's five foot seven, and Nick Chubb is five foot eleven, and they were like, "Well, we can't play because the running backs can't even get on the field." That's amazing. I know it, was, it really made me laugh when I saw it. But yeah, does, since, that, does that take us into our predictions? I, I think that was kind of the perfect segue to go to predictions. Perfect. What I was going to yeah. say was, you know, we've just brought up some notes talking about the Packers, and through the episode, we talked about the Raiders, and now we're starting to talk about the Bills. So we may as well do our predictions for the next week. Fanfares. Exactly. Well, yeah, it's, it's that our musical interlude now for this section. Yeah. Gavin on Gavin on the trumpet. Reese on the, on the drums. You're on. No, you're on the. Uh, is it, was it the? Tr- is it the trombone? Okay. Can we play that? Can we play that? That literally sums up our predictions for last week. Oh, our predictions last week were. Dare I say? Oh, yeah. Dare I say? Horrific. Not even die, like just 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 an absolute. I'm, I'm gonna blame right. I'm gonna blame focus right. Our focus was on Munich. Very right, true. We, we we are dedicated professional photographer slash videographer people camera operator. Sorry. Very true. Right, and and my focus was on Munich, right? And and the wedding I had to shoot the day before. Very true. Right, but Munich, and that's why. Okay, we're too professional. Yeah, I th- I we're think not you're stupid. Right. We're not. We don't know. You know, we, we we're not. We're not. You know. We're clever. We're just focused on Munich. Yeah, I I I, I agree. So, just, well, do you want to just sell that? Just sell it. Just sell that. Yeah. In 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 the edit, just sell it like that. I will. I will. One hundred percent. So, to, for going into to this week, so off last week, you are now up on me, forty four to forty one in our predictions. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were we both did Woo! we both did terribly. I got okay. one, two, three, four, five. I got six out of thirteen, I believe, last week, and you got one, two, three, four, five, six. You got seven out of thirteen last week. Can, can we can we clip that to Rocky at the top of the steps in uh, Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What what's the the sound of that clip? The, 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 me just jumping. Yeah, me I, just I, jumping I with that, I can, in the After effects, your face onto Rocky just running up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is actually I how got I look. my predictions right. <laughs> That's how I look right now. 
Yeah, true. <laughs> sleep deprived. Sleep deprived. I, I, look, I look like, like I look like Mickey. I look like get up, get up, your bum. Mickey like, loves you. I look like Rocky after eight fight, uh, facelifts. <laughs> <laughs> Get up, you oh man! Oh, we are really like what, beautiful, what, what beautiful segue into into week eleven. Yeah, yeah. So, so going into this week, predictions wise, you know, just atrocious last week. But to start off, we had obviously it's Friday now. Didn't need to. You don't need to tell the fans about that. That's not news. So, Titans and Packers last night to sh- to show that we are honest. For this one, Gavin picked the Titans. I picked the Packers. So obviously, Gavin goes up one one more of me again. <laughs> a, a prediction that I made by voice note whilst driving. And I, but to be fair, I made the prediction when I woke up and I saw your text and I just said Packers. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so so to, to be fair, good, pretty good game last night in the end. I think the Titans looked very good, good on offense. It was all based upon their the rookie receivers. So Titans, Traylon Burks had a, over a hundred yards. Packers, Christian Watson had another two touchdowns after his three touchdown game last week. So things are starting to click there. But to be fair, it's what what makes me laugh about you know it's all good as a player to hold your receivers accountable if they're dropping balls and all that. But Aaron Rodgers has just been missing so many players this year that he needs to hold himself accountable. Stop moaning about the play calls. Stop moaning about the receivers dropping balls. Your defense has given you multiple chances at the end of the game to go down and get a couple of possessions, couple of scores, and win the game. And he just kept missing receivers. And I was like, well, if you if you're gonna do that, hold yourself accountable. So Packers lost, but their defense did well to keep him in the game. At least we're seeing the the rookie wide receivers start to sort of come into action. Good to see Traylon Burks back off his injury and do well. And yeah, so the Titans get a win here. So moving into Sunday's games, we've got Bears at Falcons. Do you want to go first on this one? I'd love to. Um, Bears, yeah, Fields uh, is is looking crazy uh, right now. Um, hard to see that stopping this weekend uh whether it's just a sort of a upward blip or it's uh permanent we, we shall see but yeah my prediction goes with the bears for this one yeah i think i'll go bears as well it's a shame that obviously they traded away two of their best defensive players in robert quinn and and uh, roquan smith and it would have been like maybe if the bears kept them because justin fields has been doing everything he can to keep the, the bears in games like running yeah. for hundreds and hundreds of yards and passing for multiple touchdowns and the thing is their defense just keeps setting them up like they've scored what over 30 points in the last two games but they've lost both of them and uh, fields has had over 100 rushing yards and and more than mm. one touchdown pass and and they've lost both of them and it's like eventually it's just... that has to turn into a win yeah and I, and I think the thing is what we know it's the falcons panthers game you know don Vorman ran all over that falcons defense and you know the the bears rushing attack with fields and then khalil herbert and actually i think herbert might be on ir but nonetheless their rushing attack is fantastic so i'm gonna go with the bears for this one as well cool brings us to panthers at ravens i'm gonna go ravens for this one you know the panthers are coming off a win but the the Ravens are starting to get rolling. You know they they've found a good situation with if Gus Edwards is out, Kenya Drake can take the take take the rock and and play well. You know they've signed those good defensive players. Panthers are still a bit all over the place at quarterback, so I am going to go with the Ravens with this, and also it's at home. Um, I am going to agree with you. Um, the Ravens will win this game, and we're so good at this that is definitely going to happen, one hundred percent. Yes. Right, Browns at Bills. The Bills cannot lose again, so this has to be a Bills win. Um, it'd be weird to see them playing the Browns not in an indoor game, but 
Um, yeah, I'm going Bills. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, again, like Deshaun Watson isn't back yet. I think he's it's next week, is it? Or week 13? Whenever he plays the Texans is the week he's eligible to come back. So the Browns, as much as Nick Chubb is is running all over all over the place and running incredibly yeah. this season, <clears throat> yeah, just I, I think the the Bills need to bounce back, and I think they're they're they they're disappointed with the amount of losses they already have this season. So I yeah. think they're gonna be playing playing hard, and it's at the at the Bills as well. So <laughs> is it is it at the Bills? <laughs> to, to, in in a uh, in a uh, psychological Don't. sense, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Bills as well for this game. And then we got Commanders at Texans. Commanders for me. I say Texans this season. They've they've won one game, and obviously they drew that other game, and. The commanders are coming off a big win against the Eagles. I think you ride that momentum going into another week. As soon as you beat an undefeated team for the season, you're the team to knock them off their, knock them off their pedestal. I, I think that the commanders are starting to get something rolling. So I'm going to go over the commanders for this one. Uh, I'm hard to argue with that. Yeah, uh, I, there's nothing more I'm going to be able to add to it. The the commanders, if you beat if you beat the um, Eagles, uh, you've got to surely beat the Texans. Uh, yeah. Surely. surely, yeah. And that's how the NFL works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, maybe I should actually choose the Texans in this one. Uh, just uh, no, no. I'm going to go Commanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think sometimes it's you. You do have to play the odds game sometimes. Like yes, in every sing- every single game in the NFL from history till the end of history, there's a chance that anything could happen and the other team could win. But I think the commander's defense obviously did well against the the Eagles offense, which is a lot more high flying than the Texans offense is. So I think, you know, if you just look at it from a pure matchup standpoint, that, you know, the Texans, they're really there. Their whole game runs through Damian Pierce. Um, passing game isn't necessarily the best. And the commander's defense is great. Not even talking about the fact that, you know, their, their offense is very, very good. So, um, I'd say, yeah, definitely commanders, which takes us to Eagles at Colts. Um, this is me, isn't it? This, uh, this is you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to have to go Eagles. Uh, I can't. Well, <laughs> surely eight and one, they, they're not going to lose two on the bounce because we never thought the Bills would do that. Um, yeah, I'm going Eagles. Yeah, the, the, the Colts are going to be a, a hard team to predict for, you know, quite a lot of this season. Like, I, I, I do think that, you know, going into last week, I sort of said there's no way the Raiders can lose this game because, you know, Jeff Saturday, rookie head coach, guys never called players of the life. But maybe it's the infusion of energy that team needed to kind of switch things up. But I think as a as a team, when you've got the Eagles and, you know, they just signed Sue, didn't they, um, uh, of free agency. Mm. So now they get some help there. Um, and I think that maybe the, the motivation and the initial buzz of having Jeff Saturday as your coach for that O-line might wear off a bit when they're playing against that Eagles defensive front. Um, and I think the Eagles will want to bounce back off that win. So as much as it's at the Colts too, I'm going to go with the Eagles. Lovely stuff. Jetting the Patriots onto the wow. next one. Um, was that was that Benny and the Jets? It was. It was. I could have I could have easily done that the logical way, which would have been the Patriots and the Jets. But I decided to switch it up, you know, because that's the kind uh, of guy I am. I bring entertainment wherever I go. Okay. All right, Jets at Patriots. This is you, babe. This is going to be me. Thanks, thanks, hon. This is going to be me first. So I think it, I'd be it'd be odd for me to suddenly go. You know the Jets are going to lose this game after how much I've bigged them up. I think that the they'll learn from their mistakes off the last Jets and Patriots game. 
Um, and so I think they'll, especially after having that Bills game that they won, I think that's probably given them a massive infusion of momentum. And as much as it's going to be a home game for the Patriots, I think that it's going to be a Jets win this week. I think they'll learn from that their first game and, and pick the win up here. What's the uh, what's the quarterback situation with the Patriots? Mac Jones is in as the in as is in as the guy. Right? They, had in, they had injury issues, didn't they? Yeah, they um, you know, they they play Jones played against the Colts, but didn't necessarily have the greatest game. But he seems to have been t- taking the starting role back um over the last couple of games. I'm um, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about changing changing it up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I tell you what, I think there's a Belichick card you play every now and again. Yeah, I hear. I'm, I'm gonna play the Belichick card. I'm gonna go Patriots to win this. Oh, okay, very nice. Against, against all logic, but the NFL, <laughs> as last week showed us, <laughs> there's no logic. Yeah. So I'm going with, I'm going with the Patriots to win this one. Yeah, yeah. Quite, cl- low scoring, close. Belichick, Belichick time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, Rams at Saints. Rams at the Saints, crikey! And um, an, an, an NFC Championship game, what four years ago? And now it's a three and six team versus a three and seven team. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's ugly, isn't it? Yeah, uh, it's a tough one to predict. It really is. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Saints win. Yeah, I'm gonna go Saints win as well. I th- I think that uh, Cam Jordan is gonna have a monster game for the Saints. Maybe. Two and a half sacks. I'm predicting for Camp Jordan against hey, that Rams O line. Is Cooper Cup? Uh, Cooper yeah, Cupper. Cooper Cup's on IR. He's, yeah. he's, he's got to have surgery at his ankle. So Alan Robinson they, is going to be the top receiver for the Rams. He's lost. They've lost their one. Their one play. That's that, and that's what I said. That's <laughs> going on the analysis. The, they've got to three and six, running their entire offense through Cooper Cup, I, and now I they don't have Cooper Cup. Is is there a chance it liberates the offense to actually try something else, and maybe well, that frees them up? Ma- uh, maybe that's that's the um the thing I said to you about the uh, Ravens with Mark Andrews. Like their offense yeah. when Mark Andrews went down injured when they were I can't remember who they were playing, but actually seemed to improve because they mm. you know they they didn't just run one way. So maybe this is a bit of a ignition for the Rams to go right. We've got to do something different and not just yeah. not just play play our one card the whole game. But but having said that, we're both going Saints. You know what? Controversial. I'm going Rams. <sighs> Woo! Because the Saints quarterback situation is just kind of chaos at the moment, and I do and I and I think you've convinced me actually by talking about um, the 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 difference in terms of maybe it will be an infusion of something different for the Rams. So I'm going to go with the. I'm gonna go with the go. yeah. I'm gonna go with the rounds for this. I Love I do that. still think I do still think that Cam Jordan is gonna have a monster game here. I'd say two okay. two and a half sacks, but I I'm got I think the Rams it's gonna be something different for them, and I think they'll they'll pull it together because the Saints quarterback situation is obviously still a bit crazy. So I, I also like the fact that I influenced you there. Yeah, you did. It's almost like you yeah. know something. You know something different yeah. that I don't know. But nonetheless, <laughs> no, I, I know nothing. Yeah, I, know. I am. I'm John. You know Snow. nothing, Gavin. <laughs> uh, Any opportunity to get you those those impressions? Oh, 100 percent. This has just become an. an you know nothing. Idea. You know nothing, John Snow. <laughs> John Snow. Okay, lions at giant. Lions at giants. <laughs> lions at giants and lions bears. Oh my! Lions at giants oh. and bears. Are we? Are we yeah, are we, we're doing now. Wizard of Oz suddenly. Yeah, we are. That's because neither of us have our brains, so... <laughs> hey! <laughs> but we're all hot. Yeah, we are. <laughs> um, so, uh, you're up first, aren't you, on this one? Uh, I guess I guess I am. Yeah, yes, Lions you are. and Giants. Giants are what one? <clears throat> Two games on the trot, but 
you know, this is in New York. It's at the, you know, MetLife, Giants. Giants are rolling. Cold, very cold. Yeah, but I think that favors the Giants to be fair because yeah, that yeah, means no, more no, of a more of a more of a run game and uh, say yeah, Bar- Barclays 100%. Barclays Barclays running well, so I'm going to go with the Giants for this one. Yeah, the the, the Lions, the Lions will will see the Bills use their lovely warm stadium whilst they have to go and play a very cold uh, MetLife. Yeah, um, must be infuriating. I'll turn the heating off, turn all the radiators off. You know what yeah. I mean? Like make it really uncomfortable for them. Yeah. But Barkley, Barkley, one of those like scuba suits you see like in different different games over history. He's got that hood up and just like, just, yes. just like yeah, yeah. I'm morph going to. I, I want to see morph suit Barkley in this game. Winning. Morph suit Barkley. Morph suit That's, Barkley. That, that is the name of the episode. Morph suit Barkley. Hey, oh, <laughs> just, just perfect. Morph suit Barkley. I don't. I don't no. No context. Everyone. one small <laughs> comment. Bang. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going Giants too. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Oof, oh, look at that next game. It's oh, huge. What a, 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 it's huge. A pre-game, poten- a pre-season potential playoff matchup. And now look at this chaos. Absolute. I mean, honestly, don't even... Why bother? Do you know what's... Uh, well, you predict this first, and I'll tell you what, uh, what just kind of says it all about this game. I'll, I'll, I'll predict the Broncos purely for the fact that it's, it's home field advantage and... Wilson still has that uh, has that ability. That's that's um, that's all I'm going to base it on. I'm going Broncos. Uh, I'm going to go Broncos as well. I mean, they you know the Titans are looking like a top team in the the league, and you know they they were very near. You know they lost by seven points to to the Titans. And Broncos have a good defense as well, don't they? Yeah, Bronco. That that was potentially like, one of my choices earlier yeah. when you asked about the sort of best defenses. Yeah, I, I think because, because I was looking at these things. Yeah. I was looking at these things before I came up with the with the blitz and and statistically, I think the Broncos are the best. Yeah, they're the the, the best best scoring defense in the NFL we, and the worst scoring offense. That's the problem. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm just going to go that maybe that defense holds a a, 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 a messy Raiders. Um, Wilson gets and does does enough. Well, the, the, that's the thing. The Raiders are just in free fall. I, I read the other day that, you know, the reason that Mark Davis won't fire Josh McDaniels is because they just can't afford to pay and hire a new head coach. How sad is that for a friend? How awful is that? Like, that and, seems and, to be, yeah. And I'm fairly certain that you would do the job for free. I, I'd do the job for free. I'd, I'd probably pump up the Raiders. Like, when you've got your quarterback crying at a press conference because he's just so fed up. You know you're not doing a good job as a coach. And then, as I said, the thing that always annoys me about Josh McDaniels is it'll go to him at a press conference. He's like, uh, yeah, we didn't execute. Uh, yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was the, uh, it's just, there's no, like, I want to go and get a cup of tea while she rant about this for 10 minutes. No worries. But there's, there's no, like, uh, there's no, like, annoyed. There's, I just feel no passion from him. You know, it's, and that's the issue. And I, and I think that, you know, the Raiders are at a bit of free fall. They could go from this game and, you know, after the last game, suddenly start to put things together and go, right, there's one or two ways we go here. We either go downhill or we just try and band together and win a game. But yeah, I, I think with the way the offense has been, and especially after that debilitating loss of the Colts last week, which should never have happened, um, I'm going to go with the Broncos for this one. And then hopefully I'm I'm proved wrong and things start to change, but it's it's not looking that way. So let's say let's say Broncos. Next game. Next game. <laughs> yeah. So you're up first. Next game. Cowboys at Vikings. Well, after that horrific, pathetic loss by the Cowboys last week. I don't <laughs> like <laughs> Oh no, sorry, Karen. <laughs> I knew that would wind you up at least, but um you know, I'd, I'd, I'd say 
that I think the Cowboys lost last week really came to that fourth down play call where they went for it rather than going for the field goal, didn't it? So it wasn't necessarily a, you know, it should just shouldn't they shouldn't have lost that game. But that's a coaching thing. I don't think that's necessarily on the team being bad. But I'm going Vikings for this one. You know, you're at, at the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings obviously just came off that absolutely crazy game of the year against the Bills. I think it showed that you know there was always this this talk with the Vikings and Eagles that they'd only played teams that were 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 bad and didn't have good records and all that. And the Vikings go, okay, we're playing the Bills and we beat them. So are we are we a, a true team now? Or are we showing that we're legit? And I think coming off that, you know, also seeing that end of the game that went so wild and they still managed to to you know to win. I think I'm going going Vikings for this one. Yeah, I'm going Vikings too. Uh, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> honestly 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 i was just just so angry with that defeat yeah I, I the one time i trusted them to beat the packers and i i just i i'm not a fan of aaron Rodgers. yeah i i which equally means i'm not a fan of the of the packers and they just seem to do us they just have a thing yeah I, it, it's a, they have a thing thing or but it wasn't like you say it wasn't even them beating us it was us losing the game yeah, that's the that's frustration the yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, the infuriating thing about that we didn't we they really really get beat we, we beat ourselves yeah and that's that's the worst kind of feeling in in a game in any sport to to lose it yourself uh is is yeah if you get beaten if you get beaten fair and square it, it, it's never it's never great right but it's almost easier to to deal with and process. Yeah. But the way we lost that game uh, sucked, and uh, I will never back them to win a game ever again, ever, ever. Yeah. So I'm going Vikings. Can't argue with that. All right, Bengals at Steelers. Uh, Bengals at you're, Steelers. You're up first, this, is, yep. this is me up, me yeah. up next, babes. Um. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go Bengals. I think every week I always trust. Um, God, I've, I've, this is nice. Joe oh, Burrow, the guy. I always trust the guy whose name, who's name I can't remember He's at this time. I'm, I'm he makes me. He makes me memoryless. He makes me. He literally. He, I lose my mind when I think about uh, Burrow. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go Bengals. Um, I, I imagine it's going to be a cold one, but then let's face it, Cincinnati. It's not exactly warm, is it? No. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I, yeah. I'm going to go Bengals too. I yeah. think after the, you know, I think they bounced back from their loss against the Steelers yeah. in the opening game of the season. Um. Yeah. And yeah, I thought I think the Bengals win this one. So, last couple of games. This is an interesting one to predict. We've got Chiefs at Chargers, which is always a fun matchup. Yeah, this is this honestly, like the fact that I haven't got anything to do Tuesday except a school run yeah. <laughs> at eight o'clock, which uh, yeah. is going to be brutal. I really want to stay up and watch this one. Yeah. Um, but you're going first, I think. Yeah, and I am. Always a good game. Always a very close game. I think the Chargers take this one. I think they always push. The, they always push the. They could have easily beat the Chiefs four straight times this, like this season and last season, um, but they always shoot themselves in the foot. And I'm hoping that they've now, you know, decided that they're not going to do that, and they've they've lost that that kind of bad bad coaching always loses their games against the Chiefs. But every mm. now and then, you know, you still get enough luck to to beat a team even with bad coaching. So I'm going to go the Chargers for this one. Well, I thought I was going to be controversial because I was going to go with the Chargers for this one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to stick with that. Um, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I'm going to go home field advantage. I don't think I, I don't think the Chiefs are. I mean, the Chiefs are obviously still good, but without Hill, I think they do lose that quite a big dynamic, and which which I think at times got them over the line in in big games. Mm. 
Um, so yeah, I'm going to go Chargers. Um, and of course, you know, the Chargers do have a pretty damn awesome quarterback of their own, don't they? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not not like not like they're uh, coming into it with a with a less with a lesser quality there. No. So yeah, I'll go. Char- I'll go Chargers. Cool. 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 Very nice. Right. So and last game of the week. Final. 49ers at Cardinals. Um, uh, it's me, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it yeah, is. Yeah, you were to jump in there. Yeah, I'll we'll do, do the flag. gentlemanly thing and let you go first. We have a, we have a, we have a, we have a flag there. R- roughing you, the you, podcaster, fifteen rough, yard no, penalty. You, no, you, you were you were offside. You went you went too early. True, true. Yeah, story of my life. Anyway, anyway, right. Anyway, let's get back to American football. Yes. Um, God. Cardinals. Forty Niners. Um. For all the reasons, uh, I I believe. <laughs> for, basically, for all the reasons that we've said before, like they're just yeah, they're a very good team. You know, defense yeah. good. I, d- I heard obviously Carl Shanahan came out and said that he's going to um, as Elijah Eli Mitchell, who's back now from injury, and Christian McCaffrey will split carries, and everyone was like, oh, that makes no sense. It's like, well, actually, no, it's good. It does. It keeps, it keeps McCaffrey healthy. Yep. You get a guy yep. guys to just run the ball hard and every down. So a similar kind of situation, I'd say, to probably Zeke and Pollard, but on a yes. more a, a higher level with McCaffrey. I think you yep. know McCaffrey's so good at catching passes. You want him to get the ability to do that. Then you still want him to rush the ball. And I think it just opens you up to use McCaffrey in so many different ways. So it. it yeah, the, the 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 potential, and this is what we talked talked about, you know, weeks ago. The potential for their offense right now, and and yeah, you get Mitchell back, and mm-hmm. it just oh, it, they've got so much dynamism in there, haven't they? They've got so much sort of almost uniqueness as well. Yeah, it, it, I you know I I think depressingly as another NFC team, I think they've they're really um they've got a lot they've got so much potential that yeah. can be unlocked yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. with creativity and play calling. That's that's the thing about the 49ers, which makes them a really exciting team to watch right now. Oh yeah, a hundred percent agree. Yeah, so I'm going 49ers as well, and 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 I do think you know coming off something that you've said quite a few times, I do think they are going to be this team in the second half of the season comes out yeah. of the pack. Um, and I think beating the Chargers, you know, last week and you know starting to get the ball rolling with um, McCaffrey and their offense, I think going yep. forward they're just going to keep that ball rolling. And so. they're in and they're in a, they're in a very winnable division. Yes, yes, you yes, know, yes, you yes, know, yes, they yes. they could just start picking up the wins. I think, I think, well, they yeah, beat the Se- yeah, they beat the Seahawks as well earlier season, anyway, didn't they? Yeah, so, although Gino's had a good season, you you just look at what they've got. They could quite easily win that division. Yeah, and then from there, who knows? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Cool. All cool. right, lovely, lovely. In terms of predictions, so that's all the NFL stuff for the episode. Music wise, what you've been listening to? Anything new? <laughs> that, I actually yeah. last I last week I promised I would listen to something new. Yeah, I, I haven't, and now there's a very good reason for that, right? Because the other day, Blur out of that yeah. blue, and I'm, I don't know, maybe there was inside knowledge, but out of the blue, and now they were playing Wembley, um, uh, and having never seen them because uh, I was a very different person back in the day. Yeah. I was very excited to get the chance to maybe get a ticket. Managed to get a couple of tickets. I've just been listening to Blur all week. Um. So my album will be another '90s classic, but it's Park Life, uh, which is just still glorious, and I'm very excited about seeing them. Very nice. I've never actually listened to much Blur, which is weird because uh-huh. I absolutely love Gorillas. So you think from yeah. a, just a musical kind you, of production you, standpoint, you'd I'd appreciate if, Blur as a band. Yeah, if if like if you if you like um if you like uh, like that sort of Gorillas and that sort of thing, you want to go for um. You want to give 
trying to do you know when you suddenly can't remember the name of the album yeah, which is yeah classic yeah. me is the album called um, joe burrow yeah the album's called <laughs> you to joe burrow by, uh, the magic whip the magic whip the magic whip it's a lot more it's like it's i think it might be in the last album actually Okay, which which is which is uh, yeah, that, well, that makes be... sense, don't it? Yeah, so it's a lot more kind of like synthy and okay. kind of a bit more I, no sort of experimental. Okay, that's the word. That's the word I'm looking for. So you might want to give the magic whip a go. Nice, um, nice, nice. Yeah, I'll give but it a go. yeah, part of life would be would be my album or the magic whip. Anything by Blur, basically. Anything by Blur. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got tickets as well because that was. I remember you messaged me and be like, "Pre sales this day," and I think I'm yeah. working this day. And oh, any church not working Friday? Oh, and I was oh, like, was, yeah. And, and of course, the thing out. is, though, it was it was what yesterday morning was it yesterday morning and and all all the day before. I think it might have been day before. Um, but the Taylor Swift had literally broken Ticketmaster, so I was like, saw that, and I'm like, oh god, yeah. And they've literally announced. It's not like they've announced a tour. They've announced one performance yeah, at Wembley. So you're like, okay, there's going to be like how many, how many, how many tickets? What seventy thousand? Yeah. You know, you know. So yeah, I was really excited, and, uh, and the fact that I've got tickets is awesome. Go Excellent. me. Lovely, lovely, cool. That's a that's a good little good little insight for the week. I don't have a specific album because um, I've still been listening to the the Arctic Monkeys one really, and and when I'm on flights and like the I say obviously from Munich and flying to and from Munich, I tend to listen to either podcasts or I listen to audiobooks. So I haven't really had the chance to listen to anything massively new, but I did rediscover a song that I found ages ago. And it's from a guy called Breg Pusciatio, um, wow. butchered the sound of that, and it's called A Pair of Questions. But it's just a really kind of, um, it's I'd say it's definitely rock, but it's it's got quite a nice build up to it as a song. It's sort of is quite uh, sort of calm and a bit synthy towards the start with a, a good drum beat. And as the song progresses, it progresses into this really cool like crescendo like. A guitar solo part and then kind of comes back to the chorus at the end so just as a as a song it's it's fantastic and so i've, I've been re-listening to to that and the the album that that's on which i haven't listened to so much because that was kind of my favorite song of it which is called child soldier creator of god also does have some very good songs on it so if, if you want to want to check that out i definitely recommend it but even if you just I'm, check out one song it's, it's a really good song i'm gonna think it's greg Pusciato. Yeah, I might have put an extra no. I in it on my... Yeah, you um, put an I in there at the end for absolutely no reason. Just for this. Yeah, Greg Pusciato, which is which so much like, easier to say. Yeah. Pusciato. 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 Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what a name. <laughs> Great song, and, and now I'm glad we figured out the spelling, because I absolutely love Pusciato. So, excellent. <laughs> All right, well, thanks again for joining me for another another episode, Mr. Gavin. This was a, another fun one and a bit shorter than our, our last. Absolute but, pleasure. Yeah, which is which is good. We kind of hit the Always two hour mark because there was so much chaos in the last the the week four in the, in week nine. Could, but so so when 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 are we recording the next one? Uh, so we will record the next one either next Tuesday or next Wednesday because Wednesday night we're actually staying in the hotel because we're going we're flying stateside on the Thursday Ooh. going to San. Francisco. Our little Woo! trip down the west coast so we will have at least one episode in uh in a in across from the uh in the states so yeah looking forward to that but yeah, yeah we're cool. apologies for the lateness of the episode this week it was just a mad week but we've got a little a little exciting plan in place so that we uh always are able to get an episode out weekly so so that'll be it'd be fun to 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 do going forwards and you guys will always always get an episode going forward but yeah thanks for joining me for another episode and if you like what we're doing follow us on tiktok instagram twitter any social media you can think of bebo tumblr at clutchdown pods and then we'll see you next week for another episode <laughs>